besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. I guess the beautiful thing about racing, as we get to just after 9am, is you never know whether you've got a champion. And that's why the sales are just, and and breeding, it's so addictive because you can walk away with a yearling or you can fall down at this time of year and you fall in love and you can't see how big the heart is inside of the horse. Experience the thrill, loveracing.ownership, forward slash ownership, I should say. And I guess today we're going to have horses go around in the Tarzino that'll be putting their own hoofs up to be part of history and maybe to be involved in this question in 10, 20 years' time, who's the greatest horse to win the Tarzino trophy? We've got to the eye a a really hot favourite and Imperatriz is, you know, deserved of her respect. But the second favourite is what I want to talk about here. We've got John Casson on the line, breeder and owner of La Creek. And we haven't seen her this year, but we all know she's got the potential to be something special. And I can't wait to catch up with John and find out his relationship with this mare and the ride that she's taking them on. So it's a good morning to you, John. How are you going down there? And I hear not so sunny Hastings. Correct. I'm fine. <laughs> a, bit, a few nerves as is expected, but uh, not as bad as uh, before the derby anyway. Oh, mm-hmm. now why is that? Well, for, for, for this way, we're not the favourite, and it's only our first race, and uh, it's a big ask. But uh, it's it's still a it's still a uh, great horse, um, and it's been doing well during its um, track work. Uh, so we're we're still excited, but uh, it's a tough ask with the, with the track conditions and racing against a very good horse. Yeah, right. Now I guess you've mm. been on the flip side of this because the Derby. I mean, it was it was you were in those boots, and I guess no one ever really wants to have the hot pot, do they? No, no, the pressure. <laughs> but uh, and there's uh, there's the odd little uh, sleeping tablet to have the night before <laughs> to get some sleep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, John, yeah. Well, uh, look, I, I hope you I hope you slept and you watered and you fed and you're ready for a big day. Um, look, it's a it's an amazing achievement to even have a, a horse to get to the races, as you know. Um, but let yeah. alone have a horse with the ability of Lark Creek. Oh, I'd be curious to just to find out your own background in racing. And when did you get involved? When did you have your first punt? And how did you come to end up breeding, mate? Well, I'd say the first time I got involved, I, I was actually born and bred in Hastings, and I used to go to Hastings Racecourse a lot, trying to pick up some winning tickets that owners would have oh, thrown away. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was in my childhood. And then uh, I got involved with horse racing uh, with Simon Catrillo Alexander in the late 90s when they invited us to Ellerslie and watched their horse, My Babe, win a uh, group race there. And uh, it sort of started from there, bought them. And then uh, uh, I, after I had a couple of mares, which didn't do all that well. Oh, no, when I'm Boston Babe, I got Beninsky out of that, and that was second in the Hawks Bay Cup. And I just carried on from there. If there's any mare that I liked, um, I'd, uh, I'd keep it. Uh, and I think Destiny Cove's the one that um, that I also raced and um, bought the other owners out and uh, had it with two other stallions, which didn't do that well. And then so I decided to give it away, but no one wanted it. So a horse called Bari, which is a swell one, uh, won its first race. So I said, oh, I might as well keep the mare now. And then I had Vadimos, which is La Creek, out of it. 
And um, from then on, I decided to keep it. And uh, I, sort of, I sort of enjoyed enjoyed having your own breeding and also breeding a horse which is going to do well. And that's and I've got I've got a couple of those at the moment now, which I'm very pleased about. Oh, it's, that's awesome. Great synopsis. And, you know, it's funny you hear so many people, probably of your generation, John, that talk about exactly that, going to the races, either collecting the bottle caps or the uh, the race the, ra- the race tickets. <laughs> race tickets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Falling in love with it from there. And, you know, it's so yeah. cool that the racing game has retained you throughout the years to the point now where you've, you've really got a, a super mare um, that you've bred. Now, Vatamos, why? I'm always curious about the, you know, obviously you do your own um, bloodlines or do you have someone that helps you out with that? <laughs> well, I do, but very, very inexperienced. I think the reason why I went to Vatimos was that the sire was Munson. And I think being a kid, the greatest race uh, down this part of the world is the Melbourne Cup. And that horse had actually sired um, uh, at least one, I think a couple of Melbourne Cup runners. So I thought, well, Vatimos came to New Zealand, which is the son of Monson. And I thought, oh, I might as well put it with Destiny Cove. And in the end, um, you know, with Vatimos being a great miler, we've got a horse which is a good middle distance horse, I believe now. So yeah, that's that's the reason why I went, I went with Vatimos. Hey, everyone's mm. trying to do what you've done because, like, so <laughs> yeah. you know, you can have these. Well, obviously, in Australia, we they breed these super fast horses, these you know yes. up and running two year olds, and they can they can yeah. um, sprint like anything. But I think personally, and I think a lot of people would agree with this, if you can find a middle distance horse to contest those you know famous miles all the way through yeah. to the Cox Plate, that's what you've got there, yeah. and suspect that's what we might have with La Creek. Starting at 1,400 today, what are you hearing from uh, Katrina and Simon? How, how happy are they with her? Because she, she looks to my eye and the track work I've seen, she's come back big and fit. Yeah, she she has. We, we saw it before she went back into pre-training and I, we were amazed with the, the, the condition she was in, the, the amount of weight we put on. And um, no, it's had two two great trials and I think it's track work's been, been brilliant Um uh, this week, and uh, Katrina's very pleased with it. Uh, with, with at the stage, um, with go- going into this race, uh, it is going to be a big ass and and a bit tough on a horse running in a heavy a heavy ten for its first race. But uh, I th- we believe she's forward enough to actually uh, warrant going there. Yeah, and I guess. I mean, expectation is kind of the key to life, isn't it? I know you've had a successful <laughs> career outside of racing, and, um, yeah. and, and and you see, you know, I, I've heard this from lots of people. If you can control other people's expectations and you, you set your own expectations, you, you don't yes. get disappointed too often in business and life and whatever. So, I guess racing is almost the thing that defies that because even if you can tell yourself what you you know is likely to happen, you still want your horse to win every single time. But what will you be happy to see today? Uh, finishes well. Uh, I'd li- I'd, I would like it to weigh in definitely. Uh, obviously, the main names would love to win, but um, my that my expectations is uh, we we actually should be very competitive enough to be up there, uh, and. Um, the horse pulls through okay because we're going for longevity with this horse. You know, we, 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 we've had some offers before. We don't want to sell it. I want to race it in my time of life. And so we want to make sure we're going to have a four, five-year-old and maybe a six-year-old uh, career out of it. Oh, wow. And and will you breed from her? I think we will. 
<laughs> it's going to stay in the family, yeah. I, I reckon you will too. Hey, John, it's been uh, great to catch up with you this morning. It's a, it's a real cool story, and I, I love it when, as I said earlier, we retain people like you to racing, and um, you get a you get a great success story like this. So all the best, and whatever she does today, she'll be better for it, I'm certain. So all the best for a, a cool prep ahead, mate. Well, hopefully we'll catch up and talk again. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Louis. Cheers. Go. John Kesson. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.